0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And
1: I'm Patty. And we travel a lot, and that means we see a lot. We
0: sure do. Recently, we were in Bar Harbor, Maine. Great place to visit because it's absolutely beautiful, and Acadia National Park is there. Yes,
1: it is beautiful, and it's our habit When we go somewhere, if we're driving by an RV park, we like to just go in to check it out. You know, if we're not staying in the park, we just like to see what they're like. So we like to know if they're nice, the rates and what might be available.
0: Mm -hmm. And as we were driving through one right near Bar Harbor, something caught our eyes. One of the most unique RVs we've ever seen. Oh yeah. It was a converted school bus. Now they're commonly referred to as schoolies, (laughs) but this one was different. First of all, it looked professionally remodeled. The paint was perfect, tastefully decorated, great looking wheels, and ready for this? It had what looked like a second floor coming out of the (laughs) middle of the top.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. So as we were stopped and admiring it, a guy was walking by with his dog and Jeff said, "'Hey, is that your school bus?' And he said, yes,
0: it sure is. Yep, Woody Truett and his wife, Kristen Everett, live and they travel in a schoolie. Mm -hmm. And since they were leaving and we didn't have any of our recording equipment with us, they agreed to talk with us on the phone about their unique RV. Kristen
1: and Woody, welcome to our
0: podcast.
1: Glad to be here. Thank you.
0: You have a very unique vehicle. I mean, I've seen school buses that have been converted, but yours has some really unique features. How did all this get started? First of all, where are you guys from? We're from Frederick, Maryland, mm-hmm. is our home. No, it was our home. Mm-hmm. We're a
2: mixed family. We had four children between us, mm-hmm. and And we'd always dreamed of when the kids grew up and left, let's get a sailboat and, you know, we'll escape the winters by going to the Caribbean Ah. on our sailboat. We just hug the coast or something. Yeah. So we had that dream for a long time. And then my wife had some health issues. And so our plans changed a little bit. So we started thinking, well, how about an RV? So when we got to the point that we were ready to purchase an RV and we started looking around, we're like, well, we don't want to buy a brand new one. What if we don't like living in an RV and traveling around? And we, you know, went out and spent all this money. Right. Let's get a used one and, you know, see if we like it. Sure. So we started looking at used ones, and they wanted so much money for a used RV. And every RV that we looked at had issues. It was leaking or it was, you know, the drawers were broken. We just didn't like what was out there. Mm -hmm. And then Kristen started watching these YouTube videos on schoolies. So we started watching some of them and after we watched, I don't know, maybe a hundred different videos, we're like, well, we certainly could do it. And it would be a lot cheaper than an RV because you just put in it what you want. Right. So that's where it started.
3: Woody had all the skills. He did home improvement since a very young age. He had his own home improvement company, but it was just him. He didn't have workers. He worked by himself. He's a master carpenter as well. So he had all the skills. We put our thoughts together and designed it. It took months to design
1: exactly what we wanted. Where did you find the school bus? Right. How do you find one of those?
3: From what we heard, every school district across the United States has to retire a school bus after ten years of use, mm-hmm. regardless of mileage, mechanical status, anything. They have to get rid of it now. I've seen some pretty old school buses <laughs> even <laughs> traveling around that have students on them. Yep. So I don't know if it's across the whole country, but they are a dime a dozen right now. You can go mm-hmm. on government auctions. Mm-hmm. This size that we have is a little bit harder to find because it's more desirable. What size is um, yours? We call it like a mid size.
2: Mm-hmm. It was twenty seven feet bumper to bumper when we purchased it. Okay, and we extended the bumper out about three feet to make room, make like a little deck back there that we put our motorcycle on. Ah. We say we're 30 feet. I've never pulled a tape measure, you know, just get somebody to hold it in the front, and I walk it to the back, and we were like 30 feet and Mm -hmm. a couple of inches. Mm -hmm. Close enough to call it 30 feet. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. So you guys, you don't tow a car. You have a motorcycle on the back. We do. Is it a front engine, diesel, or gas engine?
2: It's what they call the dog nose. So there's either a flat nose bus, and that would either be um, the engine is in the front or the back. Mm-hmm. If it's in the back, they call them a pusher, mm-hmm. but they're a flat nose bus. And then if it's the old fashioned buses where the engine's in the front and you got a hood, then they call it a dog nose. Okay. Right. We have a dog nose, it's a diesel engine, and we probably get about seven and a half miles per gallon. <laughs> Every time we've checked it, Sometimes we get a little more or less, depending on if we're going up the Rockies or down the Rockies. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And whether or not the wind is behind you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling really well. What kind of chassis does it have?
2: It's an international. It's the company that built it. Mm -hmm. The whole thing was built by international. So the body is an international body. Sometimes they have different manufacturers put their bodies on somebody else's chassis. so. This bus was
0: completely built by International. I know you guys actually built a tent to work on it because it was snowing where you were living. (laughs) How long did it take you to build it out the way you wanted it?
2: We spent six months building the bus, and I worked on it full time. I quit all my contracting jobs while I was working on the bus.
3: This was during COVID. There wasn't really many jobs to (laughs) to be had because people didn't want people in their house. Right. In fact, yeah, the job that he was working on right before COVID hit, he had to pause for, I don't know, eight months months or so, and then go back and finish it.
0: Well, you have a very unique design. What did you put inside?
2: We got an apartment-sized refrigerator. Mm -hmm. I think it's 10 cubic feet. Okay, It's just
3: a cheap magic chef from Home Depot. It's Mm -hmm. like a regular... Household refrigerator. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I I understand.
2: (laughs) Um, And we really like it. We've had plenty of power to run it. That's our main power consumer. Right. We do not have air conditioning. Oh, you don't. That was was one of the sacrifices in the name of space we had to give up. Uh.
3: Starting at the front, we Mm -hmm. have a full kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we have the apartment refrigerator, apartment Mm -hmm. size, propane, off-grid, battery ignition stove Mm -hmm. also from home depot actually Mm -hmm. um it's from the company unique Mm -hmm. when i called the company and i asked he said they didn't recommend it for this kind of application because they'd never heard of it before (laughs) Um, it works perfectly and i can bake in here it's a full-size sheet pan um and then we have um like a regular household kitchen sink which is another thing i wanted it's i mean it's a little bit smaller but it's deep it's like a 10 inch deep Mm -hmm. so that was another thing that we wanted and then we custom designed every cabinet to fit my current pans and baking sheets so I have like a an area where all like my baking sheets fit in and everything gets put away behind the counter up against the windows we have I designed a well sitting in there like my knife lock is in there my cooking utensils are in there hand soap and then it's kind of our junk drawer <laughs> in between those things. We then have to put them away every time we start the bus and we, they don't take up space in drawers. Mm-hmm. Because you never really use your whole counter space when you're chopping or, you know, cooking. Right. That was something we added to add extra space that would be unused.
0: That is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. You've actually designed this around your needs. Yeah. You don't have to worry about any slide outs or anything like that. Right. And at the same time, you've got the creature comforts. You've got a fantastic kitchen. I saw some pictures of it. It was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Beautiful. Do you guys have a wood stove in there? Did I see a picture of a wood stove?
2: Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. We bought the Cubic Mini. Mm-hmm. So it's a one cubic foot, 12 inches by 12 inches wood stove that's so cool and we mounted it directly behind the driver's seat but it sits like in the cabinets there's no door or anything it's just open Mm -hmm. but there's a countertop that's on top of it and the countertop on top can flip up so when we use the stove we will flip that countertop up Mm -hmm. and it'll lean up against the driver's seat and then there's the wood stove
0: man i'll tell you woody you are incredible Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There is an amazing feature about this bus that I have never seen before. I have heard about it on $3 million rigs, but your roof actually goes up and creates, what, a like a second floor? Yep, we
2: have a second floor when we're parked. So that started with the problem of being in a shorter bus. We wanted a bed that we didn't have to pull out, you know, like pull the couch out and make the bed every single night. We wanted a bed that was always a bed. And we just couldn't figure out how to fit that. In such a small space.
3: We wanted a full bathroom. Our bus has a full bathroom with a composting toilet and shower and the sink with the door. You know, it's a full. Mm -hmm. Both of us can stand in there if needed. Nice. And we wanted that. We wanted to have a full bathroom because Mm -hmm. that area in the back is where people normally put their bedroom. And then they usually have to put the toilet inside the shower like a wet head, you know, like in a boat.
1: Right. And having done that on our boat, I didn't want that here. I wanted like a separate shower. Right. Now, how about do you have a washer and dryer? No,
2: (laughs) we don't really miss it. It's really convenient to go to a laundromat and take two weeks worth of clothing and stick them all in the washers sure, and an hour later they're done true. You know, and you're two, two yes,
3: hours yes <laughs> it's a day <laughs> <Right>.
0: oh yeah <laughs> when you put the bed up when you put the the extra room when that comes out of the roof how far up does that go and is it run by motors is it cranked up how does that work
3: so that whole thing sits on top of the bus the original bus roof was not changed that whole box Kind of sits on top of the bus.
1: Oh, how do you get up there?
3: So every bus has an escape hatch uh-huh. oh, in right. the ceiling. Right. So we just took that out, put the actual hatch door out, and we have a telescoping ladder that sits up in there while we're driving, and then we pull it down and open it up, and we get in there. And the whole roof raises up five at least five feet. I can stand up. <gasps> wow. When raised. I can stand up in there. Oh my gosh. And. It's run by two...
2: Electric motors.
3: Electric motors, trailer jack motors?
2: Yeah, I, I took a couple of trailer jacks from, I can't remember if it was Harbor Freight or Tractor Supply, but, mm-hmm. you know, the little electric motor that raises and lowers your, your trailer mm-hmm. uh, when you hit your truck to it. Right. So I took two of those and disassembled them and took the motors out of them, mounted them up there to a, a piece of all-thread which is connected to a scissor bar, like a scissor lift. Right. And so there's one for each side, and you just hit the switch, and it raises the lid. And when you get the lid all the way up, then the walls, they all lay on top of the mattress, and they stack on top of each other. And so you just, I pull a rope, and it pulls up one side, and then I pull the rope, and it pulls the other side. And then the front and the back, same thing. I just have ropes that pull them up, And then I just use a um, barrel bolt to lock them in place. Mm -hmm. And then I lower the roof back down on top of the walls once they're up. And that sandwiches it all together, pinches it together, and it's done.
3: And the walls are solid. It's foam and wood and then flashing on the outside. So it's not like a typical pop-up that has fabric right. walls. These wow. are actual wood walls with RV windows in them.
2: The front window and the back window are escape hatch windows, okay. like in an RV. So yeah. in the event there was a fire while we were in bed, right, we wouldn't have to come back down inside the bus. We wow. could go out the front or the back and then jump on the hood or slide down the back onto the, the platform where the motorcycle sits. So.
0: Right. Well, I'll tell you, that's absolutely brilliant and It looks fantastic. My hat is off to you. (laughs) You guys did a fantastic job on this school bus. Thank
2: Thank you. you. We had no idea we were going to get as much attention with the bus. We just thought a lot of people do school buses, you know. We'll just be another schoolie out there. But almost daily, people will come up to us and want to talk to us about our school bus.
0: (sighs) Well, I know. I was driving through that camp where you were camped out, and I saw it, and it was like, oh, my God, stop the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And luckily, you were out there walking the dog. Yeah. So,
3: yeah.
0: yeah, I would imagine you get a lot of people uh, asking questions and looking at it. Uh, I know you've done a lot of traveling. Uh, what's your favorite place you've been so far?
2: Utah was really neat. I wouldn't want to live there. We're not really desert, dry, treeless-type people. We like the greenery and <laughs> the, in the yeah. humidity. But Utah is a fascinating state. You oh, yeah. spent about a month there this past summer and we hit three of the five national parks that were there. Capitol Reef was like the little no name, no heard of, nobody visits kind of park that was surprisingly very nice. It was beautiful.
3: Their campground is really nice. I don't know if you know about Capitol Reef, but it's all orchards and we missed it but you can just walk through all of their orchards and pick fruit and eat. Oh my gosh. They have the flat canyons like Zion. Awesome. They've got the some of the hoodoos like Bryce I mean they, it kind of has a combination of all kinds of different things we stayed there four nights I think but yeah, the we longest we've stayed in a park for a while until we hit Far Harbor
0: ah. <laughs> right
2: it was it was neat though. you would go on the hikes and it's all desert and red rocks you know like typical Utah and then you would you, would, you could come up over the cliff and look down on the campground and it was just this emerald jewel of a campground this green grass that's knee-high and these luscious trees they had a Mm -hmm. stream an active year-round stream that would run Mm -hmm. right through the campground and so you could hear the water running and it was just it was such a contrast between desert and oasis Mm -hmm. that it was we would have stayed longer but we just couldn't we didn't make reservations so when we got there every morning we would go to the camp host and be like hey did anybody not show up you got any canceled spots that are vacant now so we moved to all four nights we moved oh you had <laughs> to move spot. each night oh. yeah.
3: yeah which we, requires which isn't a big deal and so you have to put that whole pop down yeah everything up move right. across the campground and undo
1: it all oh <laughs> darn it
0: oh i know we've been in places where you moved a hundred feet you know mm-hmm. but yeah. oh, oh well yeah but we
1: just put our yeah. slides in there there's a Lot more work i think
0: <laughs> well i know some people are going to say geez they um, they don't have air conditioning but you guys call yourselves on instagram and i hope you don't mind me mentioning this chasing 81 you chase 81 degrees right Yep, that's the goal
1: <laughs> but you're okay We're not very with, successful. but you're okay without air conditioning when it gets warm, huh? Well,
3: our new rule is if it hits ninety five. Well, it was a hundred, but now we've lowered it. So, if it hits ninety five, we find a campground with a pool. Oh, <laughs>
0: good <yeah>. idea. <laughs> How big are your holding tanks?
2: So we have uh, one hundred gallons of fresh water, right, and forty five gallons of gray water. Mm-hmm. So we. Don't have a black water tank at all. We just have a composting toilet.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So that yeah. saves a lot of, a lot of room and mm-hmm. a lot of weight as well.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So the, the composting toilet, it's not that big of a deal. Solids gets dumped out and cleaned out about every two weeks, and the liquid side every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we find a bathroom, you know, at a gas station or anywhere you can find a bathroom.
3: Wow. Oh, we have two tanks too, so it wow. could go two days. And we also we caved this summer and um we did buy a small window unit air conditioner.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
3: So we if we can find a campground where we can plug in, we can run the air conditioner. And that's less for us. It's more for our dog if uh, we leave to go hiking or something. Right. We don't wanna be constantly like, you know, is the dog okay? So yeah we put the air conditioner in so that she's comfortable. Oh, that's good. Because the air conditioning doesn't go upstairs, but we find that by nighttime, when the sun goes down, it's usually cool enough to sleep.
0: Boy, that's fantastic.
3: We have solar too. We have 800 watts of solar panels and four battle-borne batteries. So that runs everything continuously. Like if you know, it's kind of overcast today and yesterday, and we can probably go three or four days without needing to plug in. That's we can great. run 100% on solar, wow. but it would be support the air conditioner. So,
0: Are those lithium
2: batteries? They are. Yeah. When we were building the bus out, you know, we bought everything in pieces, right? So we bought a stove that was expensive. We bought a fridge that was expensive. The most expensive purchase for the bus was those four batteries. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Outside of the bus itself. Yes. But they were they were very expensive, but if we had regular lead acid batteries, we would probably have to have nine lead acid batteries to equal the same capacity of those four. Battle yeah. blown batteries.
0: yeah, I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. And lead acid batteries, you can only let them go down to about fifty percent. and mm-hmm. if you don't recharge them, then they get damaged. Lithium batteries are incredible. I wish I had them on my rig. Oh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And we carry a little generator, a little two thousand watt generator, mm-hmm. and we've had to use it two or three times in the last year to charge up the batteries. You let it run for a couple of hours and the batteries are topped off. You don't have to let it run all day, all night. Yeah, nice. Um, And I know lead acid batteries charge extremely slow compared to lithiums. So that's another benefit of the lithium batteries. I'm I'm pro-lithium now. Oh yeah. (laughs) You just got to bite the bullet and buy them. They are so expensive.
3: They are expensive, but Battleborn. If you call them personally, we'll give you a military discount. <laughs> oh, nice! Well, oh, that's
0: good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> we want to thank you very much for yes, your time. This you. has been fascinating. When you see the bus, it's like. Wow, this is incredible because it's so professionally done. And
1: the bus is blue. Mm -hmm. It's called Dragonfly. Okay. But yeah, it's like a blue-green. Yeah, Yeah, blue-green. It's so pretty.
0: It'll be easy to spot you guys if we ever see you in an RV park again. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we stand out. Oh,
3: yeah. (laughs) Thank Thank you.
0: you. Woody and Kristen and the story of their schoolie, a redesigned school bus that's now an RV with a rooftop bedroom oh my
1: gosh so unique one of a kind how cool anyway you know they're right about the availability of used school buses Mm -hmm. you can find them for just about any price on
0: the internet and you really got to know what you're doing if Mm -hmm. you take on a project like that but there are some places that refurbish and remodel just about anything for rv use a lot of specialty shops are out there for example Some just do Airstreams, especially the old ones. Some do vans, and many do just about anything you could imagine.
1: Well, Woody and Kristen actually have a mahogany bathroom, too.
0: Yeah, it's really incredible. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to be back next week with another new podcast. Meanwhile, you can follow us at rockingthervlife.com.
1: Could you imagine the money we would have saved if we would have just gone that route and used a school bus from the very beginning?
0: Oh, we would have saved a lot. Uh-huh. Not only that, we would have had a wood-burning stove in our RV.
1: Oh my gosh, how cool would that be?
0: It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.